This podcast is based on Peter Navarro's best-selling new book, Taking Back Trump's America, available on Amazon today. With the Biden regime failing in virtually every dimension and the radical Pelosiites fanning the flames of inflation with every new pork barrel bill, we urgently need to take back this country. Taking Back Trump's America is the blueprint and battle cry for taking back the House of Representatives in 2022 and the White House in 2024 under the red, white, and blue banner of Trumpism. So please, buy your copy of Taking Back Trump's America today on Amazon. Action, action, action. Hi, I'm Peter Navarro, and welcome to this latest edition of the Taking Back Trump's America podcast. In this edition, I'm going to draw a very stark parallel between how Hunter Biden leveraged his family connections to sell out American workers to the Chinese Communist Party and Jared Kushner, who has done the same damn thing. I served with Kushner for four long years in the White House, and on a daily basis, I witnessed how this naive and unqualified Manhattanite and son-in-law to POTUS both screwed up the Trump trade agenda time and time again and sold the president's trade policy down both the Rio Grande and Yangtze rivers. History is sacred. It should not be revised by people like Kushner to make deals like the so-called skinny trade deal the Trump administration signed with Communist China look like some kind of, according to Kushner, massive victory. The truth is, we got taken on that deal, just as I warned we would, and much of the blame can be laid right at Jared's feet. So take a listen to this podcast, which is excerpted from the stint I did guest hosting for Steve Bannon's War Room. This Taking Back Trump's America podcast is brought to you by Steve Bannon's War Room. Listen to Bannon's War Room live daily from 10 a.m. to noon and 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Rumble. Or subscribe to Bannon's War Room on Apple Podcasts. Bannon's War Room. All signal, no noise. Kick things off. What I want to do uh, is talk a little bit about um, Jared Kushner and pose the question here whether Jared Kushner is the Hunter Biden of the Trump family. Okay? So, Denver, if you can, uh, play that clip for me now, and then uh, we'll try to wax at least semi-eloquent on what I mean by that outrageous allegation that somehow Jared could be Hunter Biden's equivalent. He's asking for a special master and asking for them to stop going through the stuff as they may be right now. Uh, The New York Times has got the item today from Maggie Haberman and some of the other reporters that apparently there were 300 classified documents at Mar-a-Lago over the last year or so. And they, you know, they think they've gotten them all by now. Why would the former president have that many classified things at Mar-a-Lago? So, so I'm not familiar with what exactly the contents were. And, but what I'll just say from my personal experience is that, uh, again, in the campaign, in the transition, we had a, a right. very innocent meeting with uh, the Russian ambassador. And then, you know, four months later, you're reading that the intel agencies are leaking to the Washington Post that we requested this secret back channel. And then the New York Times and right. CNN go crazy for a weekend accusing us of treason. And then it turns out, 
such a thing never really happened. And so, you know, I, I just think you have to be very careful with what you read and obviously just wait for the facts to develop. But I mean, there's been so many things that have been hyperventilated about over the last years that turn out to be nothing. And that, that's, again, why I wrote this book, was I wanted people to really understand what it was like to be living through that when you know you've done nothing wrong, you're there trying to get good things done. And, you know, people are out there, you know, accusing you of all these crazy things. And you have to prove that those things didn't happen. Right. And you know they didn't. And it almost took you down. And knowing that you were innocent, you gave all your time and all those interviews and still had to wonder if the process would work. i got to bring it. <laughs> so, so Kushner's out um, with his, his new book. And the one tough, the one single one tough question he gets from, a, from of all people, Steve Ducey, who's usually the gentlest person in the world, um, Kushner dodges and dances around, and Brian Kilmeade, kind of like his daddy, comes to Jared's rescue. Um, here's the thing. This whole Kushner issue, uh, I, I spent four years with the guy in the Trump White House, uh, and a good pit of time earlier than that on the campaign. And I've said publicly, and I'll say it again here, that this book that Kushner has put out is largely a work of fiction. What, what Jared's M.O. has always been um, is to claim credit for whatever worked in the Trump White House. Uh, NAFTA would be, for, for an example, go, renegotiating that assign blame to, for, to somebody else for whatever went wrong. He, he totally mismanaged large segments of the pandemic, but he would always try to shift blame to other people. And then when he didn't get his way, he'd run to daddy-in-law uh, in the East Wing at night and uh, try to kind of have his way. Um, and it's, there's, no, there's no secret why we had four chiefs of staff in four years, which is unusual for a presidential administration, is because none of them uh, could effectively uh, do their job when Jared was effectively doing it for them uh, by back-channeling the boss and everybody else. Now, he, here's, here's what's bothering me about the book. The one, I think, truthful account of what Jared did that he boasts about in his book has to do with something that I've written about extensively, and it's in the Taking Back Trump's America book, which is the, the China negotiations, the communist China negotiations. Jared truthfully admits that the two most important people shaping him to then shape the communist Chinese negotiations were this guy named Steve Schwartzman, who's a Wall Street hedge fund guy, uh, and Henry Kissinger, who was the Secretary of State for Richard Nixon, who engineered uh, the opening of communist China uh, to the world uh, back in the 70s. And it, it basically set us on a collision course that we are on today with the imperial power of communist China. So, so where's the Hunter Biden comparison to Jared Kushner come in? Um, certainly, Jared, I would never accuse Jared of doing crack cocaine uh, or hookers, right? Never did that. He's 
you know, he's above board on all of that. But the real obscenity in the laptop from hell story that Miranda Devine is going to tell us about um, later on in the show really is about the unregistered foreign lobbyist activities that Hunter Biden did, uh, not just in, in Ukraine with the corrupt Burismaites, uh, but a lot in communist China. I mean, we, we know for a fact that Hunter went over there on Air Force Two with his dad. And while he was over there, he cut deals and would come back with a you know, billion dollars or more uh, to you to be used to be clear here, to be clear here. What was that money to be used for besides buying more crack? It was to buy American manufacturing companies for the Chinese and effectively export them back to China. So in my judgment, the real sin of Hunter Biden, the, the sin that, that he should be hauled up on the carpet for on Capitol Hill when the Republicans take control of Congress in January is the selling out of America to the communist Chinese for monetary gain, leveraging, leveraging his father's connections. Okay. That's, that's the Hunter Biden story. Let me say it one more time. What Hunter Biden did as the son of the president was go to China, use his connections with his father to raise a bunch of money to pad his own nest. And that money that was then used to take jobs away from the American people and enrich the Chinese so that they could build their military, okay? All right, now what's the analogy here? Jared Kushner. I was the director of trade manufacturing policy in the Trump White House. Robert Lighthizer was the United States trade representative. Both Bob and I were, as Steve Bannon was in the White House, the China Hawk wing. Wilbur Ross sometimes joined us. He leaned more towards us than he did to the other wing, which was Gary Cohn, later Larry Kudlow, Steve Mnuchin, and Jared Kushner. Okay, so we had these two wings. And our mission was uh, to fulfill the mission of President Trump. We never thought we were the ones that got elected. We just wanted to fulfill Donald Trump's vision. And Donald Trump's vision was to crack down on China's economic aggression using tariffs to do so and gradually wean America from made in China and wean America from made in China because we as a country and the president did not want to be in the business of building up the Chinese economy and military so that they could kill us, which is what, what their military wants to do. Let's be clear about that. <clears throat> so, Lighthizer and I were constantly trying to implement that, that, that China hawk vision that President Trump had, but we were constantly bumping up against Kushner and Mnuchin, Gary Cohn, and then Kudlow in this whole thing. Now, Kushner's betrayal, this is the treasonous part of it, Kushner became <clears throat> a puppet of this guy named Steve Schwartzman. There were some other Wall Streeters involved, John Thornton. Uh, who effectively owns the Brookings Institute now on behalf of China, Larry Fink. These guys, every single one of them, okay, gets richer 
when this country's softer on China. Okay, the more jobs we send to China, the more for American capital from our pension funds we send to China, the more Steve Schwartzman, John Thornton, and Larry Fink get rich. These were the guys Jared Kushner relied on to scuttle what essentially was the Lighthizer Trump Navarro deal with the Chinese. And much has been written of, about this. Um, but I can tell you that, that at one point, because of President Trump's strong leadership, we had a really great trade agreement ready for the Chinese to sign that they had agreed to sign. They had agreed to sign. And they backed away from it. And at that point, what President Trump should have done and wanted to do and should have done and wanted to do was just put the rest of the tariffs on. Just just be done with it. Mnuchin, Cone, Cudlow, and most of all, Kushner would constantly back-channel Schwartzman, and not only did they back-channel guys like Schwartzman, they spoke directly to the communist Chinese negotiators without telling who. Lighthizer, the top trade representative. And the practical result of Jared Kushner's treason was this so-called skinny deal, which was signed in January of 2020. Privately, I warned the president and everybody else who sat in the Oval Office, that that deal was not only a bad deal for the American people, the Chinese weren't even going to abide by that anyway. And, of course, they didn't, right? But you got Jared boasting in his new book that this thing was a, quote, massive, massive victory, massive victory, massive victory for the American people when, in fact, the only thing that Kushner did was scuttle what would have been a tough deal. And what is he doing now? See, this is the thing. This is the thing. Him and Mnuchin are out there collecting billions of dollars. Billions of dollars from the Saudis, from the Chinese, whoever. It's like foreign capital. They're going out. All the networks that Kushner built up in the White House. It's, it's, it's the old digital Rolodex. He just calls them up, dials for dollars. And now he's going on to his next next venture and leaving all of us to clean up Jared Kushner's mess. That's treason. Jared Kushner is the Hunter Biden of the Trump administration. Navarro in for Bannon. We'll be right back. We're going to be talking about Zuckerberg and the FBI. Taking Back Trump's America. That's the incendiary new book from former Trump trade czar Peter Navarro, available on Amazon today. Stephen K. Bannon calls Taking Back Trump's America a brass-knuckled insider's account of the merciless 2020 fall and miraculous 2024 rise of the White House of Trump. Taking Back Trump's America is the blueprint for a new Trump White House that will truly make America great once again. Order Taking Back Trump's America today on Amazon.